Welcome to the Spring Hills Podcast. Today, I have one guest with me, and he has the same name as me. His name is Garrett. Uh, so it's the Garrett and Garrett Podcast today. Yes, We're going to talk about a few different things. Um, the main topic today is going to be talking about other religions. We talked recently about defending your faith, and we asked some fairly basic questions about um, just how to defend your faith if the conversation comes up and how to answer certain questions that might be uh, you know, common that you hear around maybe some of your family members that might not be Christians, that kind of thing. Today, we're going to get a little more specific and talk about other religions and the differences between them. What do they believe? How do they differ from Christianity? Uh, what do they get wrong? Um, some may get a lot right, but obviously, if they don't have the, the one right. primary thing, there's a big issue there. So now uh, what we're going to do is Garrett Ward suggested a book to me, and we can... I think freely suggest this book to uh, to all of you. Mm-hmm. It's called "But Don't All Religions Lead to God," and it's navigating the multi faith maze. Now the author is Michael Green. Um, so Garrett gave me this book, and we're going to talk through a couple of the chapters today. Uh, just some of the questions it asks and poses, and Garrett's going to give some thoughts. You're probably going to hear Garrett uh, talk a lot more than me today. Um, <laughs> I'll do my best. So I'm. Uh, you're usually the talker. I am a I'm, talker. I'm more of the uh, listener and. And give a little bit of feedback, but yeah, I'm going to share as much as I can. I did my first solo <laughs> pod not long ago. Did you? I literally just, it was just me talking for like 12 yeah. minutes, which I can do. And That's usually, fine. And usually, yeah, I've been on with a couple other people. Uh, it's usually someone else. But yeah, yeah, I don't I, I do not do too many where it's just one-on-one. Um, so today is one-on-one, Garrett, Garrett v. Garrett, uh, and we're going to talk about, th- but it's this is going to be, though. part of the reason why we did this book is because I brought the topic up of talking about other religions and you had mentioned the book, but I was uh, mm-hmm. also, we're going to be talking specifically about certain religions at some point as well um, and just ask questions. Because a lot of people, I'll try to find some people in the church too that came from other religions. Right. And we can talk about the things that um, were appealing about them, mm-hmm. things that, you know, mm-hmm. things that, that they get wrong and right and all that. But today, let's focus on this book. Um, why don't you introduce the book a little bit? Tell everybody what drew, drew you to the book. Yeah, so uh, um, I like this book. I, I've, I really got passionate about apologetics and defending the Christian faith, you know, in my uh, college years. And uh, I was really challenged by, you know, some classmates and friends and, and just talking about um, about God and Christianity. And so that's, you know, I, I love talking through this and, and, you know, talking about why, you know, why I believe what I believe and, and why Christianity is um, is the truth uh, compared to other religions, and so, um, and and I realize I'm at a little disadvantage, uh, like you were saying, you know, talking about other people who are coming from other religions and come to Christianity. I, I grew up in the Christian church, and I've always been immersed with uh, the Bible and Christianity. So I had to, I have to make that extra effort to go out and really pursue the other beliefs of what other people are are saying. What are they? Uh, practicing, and so I think I think that's that's healthy. It's nothing that's going to um, uh, weaken our faith. I think I think it's going to strengthen our faith when we as Christians uh, have questions and ask questions, and people ask questions of us. That we should uh, seek those questions out ourselves and and figure out how other people are answering them, and and make sure it it lines up with uh, what the Bible says and what is true. And so that's kind of the the background in this, and then this this book specifically is just uh, again we were talking about worldviews and, and other religions, and I think this book specifically just just answers uh, at least the first couple chapters that really we're really going to dive into is 
the question of, of who is God. And I think that's the, the question that we all need to start at is, is your understanding of, of world worldviews and religions. You know, it starts with, uh, you know, the question of, of who is God, what is he like? Um, and, and what is he all about? And so we all have these, these different views and, and in our culture today, you know, we're going to kind of, kind of go through these, these questions, but, but the title of the book, you know, don't all religions lead to God? Is is that a, a valid statement? Do do uh, or a question? Uh, and some people phrase it as a statement. You know, all all religions lead to God, and and we're going to talk about why that's not the case today. Okay, um, I I wanted to before yeah. we get to this first uh, the first chapter here, um, talking just these these while you were talking, I wrote a couple questions down. Uh, is there like with, first of all, is there value in studying other religions? Mm. Can that be dangerous for a Christian to be deep diving into other religions? Mm-hmm. Um, how can you guard yourself? Like to, you know, if you if you're solid in your faith, right? You have a firm foundation in your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Go for it because right, right. you have the Holy Spirit in you. You are not going to be right. drawn away from it because you're studying about it. Mm-hmm. I find it helpful to know about other religions, right? Because having conversations with people of another religion, if you don't understand what they believe, it's very difficult to have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes having mm-hmm. the conversation is asking questions and right. understanding it. Right. But, so yeah, what do you think? Is there value in studying other religions? Absolutely. Um, I think I think for for anybody knowing knowing the different views, knowing the different positions that that people have, we need to. Uh, it's it, it's a way that we show uh, empathy. It's a way that we show care. That we really uh, value uh, people as as humans and, and where they're at. And you know, Jesus always told us to meet people where they're at. And so, as Christians, you know, we need to do our best to uh, to win those around us. And it doesn't mean that, you know, we become part of them, but what we learn about kind of what they're engaged in, what are they believing? And so we can try to figure out where we can introduce Christ and, and point them to, to, uh, to the truth. And as a, as a young Christian, I think, I think it's, it's, it's healthy, um, in, in the sense of, cause, 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 uh, I'm, I've been, uh, leading the uh, new believer class, the, the, the launch class and, these questions just come up naturally, you know, at, at any point of, of your faith journey. And so uh, even in new Christians, new believers, you know, we're asking, you know, why, why is it working this way? You know, why, uh, why this religion and not that religion? You know, you know, people are really seeking that out. And like you said, I, I think it, we really need to trust the, the Holy Spirit, the work in our lives that, um, that once we believe and, and have, have the truth within us that, um, God's going to protect us, and and we're not going to going to stray. You know, we're going to have confidence in the gospel, and we, when we really understand the truth, when we really understand the gospel. There's nothing that's going to uh, to persuade us uh, from that. You know, the gospel is the most uh, amazing thing, the most you know significant uh, aspect of of any any world view, any religion. It's the the pearl of great cost. It's the great treasure that we are to pursue and and uh, take hold of. And and so when we're Christians, uh, you know that's that should never lead us. We leave us. You know we leave the uh, we have the gospel as, as the center of our of our being. Uh, but to be able to uh, learn learn what's going on in our culture and and figure out you know where people are, it's it's important. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, well, let's dive into this book a little bit. Um, this first chapter, I, I told you earlier today already, this first chapter, it doesn't pull its punch here at the very beginning, right? Right. Because a lot of times I have heard this with people, um, mostly, I mean, non-Christians would say this, but the first chapter is called, it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you are sincere. And this, uh, Michael Green, the author within, well, I don't know, five lines or something, he says, uh, He's, or I'm trying to find. Uh, you never hear people talk. People, you never hear it when people are talking about the horrors of things like Auschwitz. So Hitler was undoubtedly sincere in his hatred of Jewish people. Right. So he he jumps right to Hitler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is right just like I mean the the notorious evil person. Right. So mm-hmm. um, Hitler was sincere, but he was terribly wrong. So no, it doesn't right. matter what you believe as long as you're sincere, because there are people that put their passion and sincerity into the wrong things. Right, right, right exactly. We all would agree that uh, Hitler was sincerely wrong in his actions and in his beliefs. And so, yeah, it's it's not valid just because he he believed it. And if he, he acted on those beliefs, it, it just doesn't doesn't make sense. And and so we have to try to consider this in in any other um you know, worldview and, and any, anything else in, in our experience, you know, we don't uh, use that in mathematics to say, you know, two plus two is four or, or five and sincerely believe something, you know, you're, you can be sincerely wrong about, you know, mathematics, you know, um, any type of, uh, philosophy, any type of, uh, experience that we have in, in our life that we're searching for, it doesn't, um, it doesn't validate it as, as the truth. I mean, it's not, it's not just your genuine, uh, sincere, uh, belief that, that makes, makes it, uh, be. And, and so that's, yeah, he really introduces that. He, oh yeah, he uses the example of, um, you know, uh, Galileo, uh, Galileo, Galileo um, as he's, uh, you know, uh, teaching that, uh, the, the sun went around the earth and, and he was, uh, put in prison for that. And, and just because he, he, he believed that he believed that truth, but everyone else didn't, didn't, uh, didn't believe that. And so he was, uh, uh, persecuted for that. Um, and so no matter how, how much, how sincere he was, that, that didn't matter to, to other people around him. Right. So, so you have to, yeah. And, and it's, it's good to be sincere. You know, we don't want to take away, uh, from people's sincerity, sincerity of what they believe. Um, but that's not the, the only thing, you know, we don't want people to, to say one thing and do another, you know, he talks about, you know, disliking a hypocrite, you know, you don't want to, um, have someone, you know, believing something and then doing the opposite, you know, that's not, uh, what we want either, but yeah, it's that's not enough to, that's even what validate I, I your, in that chapter, I just did it first Wednesday. Um, when I spoke a couple weeks ago, I, the cross reference there is the don't judge verse in Matthew seven. Right. But what he's talking about there is hypocrites. Not, he's not talking about just judging people because you don't think they're, they're acting the way you think they should or judging people that would be holding to a standard that you don't want to hold yourself to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is, this is a, this is a, a a question, a, a sincere thing that people wrestle with. And there's, there's reasons, you know, why this, uh, this presentation is, is, is put this way. I mean, I think a lot of the times, um, and, and as he writes, you know, people just don't want to get into religious arguments. So it seems like the, the, the easy way out to say, you know, that anybody can believe whatever they want, 
you know, we can tolerate you, you know, we're including everybody in this, you know, we don't want to have a conflict. And so, I mean, it's, it's easy to say, you know, as long as someone, you know, believes what they believe and they're not bothering me and taking care of, you know, whatever they need to take care of. Um, it's, it's kind of that, the easy way out, you know, don't ruffle the feathers, don't, uh, you know, get in an argument, don't be embarrassed or, or anything to, uh, you know, go to the next level, go deeper. And really, you know, people who, who say this too, really haven't thought about it deeply. Again, it's kind of a, a surface thing. They, they just, they just say it, uh, without really contemplating it, contemplating it, you know, thinking about it logically. Um, you know, taking it to its uh, conclusion, you know, like we were just saying, you know, anybody could be sincere. Um, right, and right. so, uh, again, so, and then uh, in our, in our uh, lives, you know, we seem to be more practical and, and just kind of uh, doing things. We're more independent in our culture and we're as a, as a culture, as a, as a race, it's, it's just easy to, Say okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in, in my bubble, and I'm gonna do what I want to do, and and you can do uh, anything you want, um, you know, as far as it doesn't it doesn't mess mess me up, and so, you know, that's the that's reason why very, some I people mean, kind of kind of just flippantly say, yeah, I had is, a I had a conversation with a neighbor of mine a few years ago. He's he was Muslim, and there was the kind of I don't know. I this is kind of the frustrating conversation for me because talking to the guy he says basically he asked me what what I do for a living and I'm like oh I'm a pastor oh where are you pastor I tell him and he goes oh well I'm a Muslim and then he kind of like really backed off of like even talking to me mm. and I wanted to be like we can we can still talk like it's right, okay right. for us to have a conversation yeah. we're literally not talking about anything besides mm. just like you know the weather kind of stuff right 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 and part of me was like for for him to just be kind of standoffish like that, I'm like, I don't want you to think that because I disagree with you, I don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I just go, wow, you're a Muslim, you're wrong, and I don't like you because of that. That's not the attitude right. we should have right. towards people that have a different belief than us. Now, we also don't want to be flippant about it and be like, good for you. Right, yeah. You just have accepting. your faith and you hold to it because I know mm-hmm. the truth, and I don't want to just, I don't want to just let this guy blindly never hear the truth. Right. 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 So I build a relationship with him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and eventually what well, actually the way in the door with him, just talking to him was, and you know, I mean, this was years ago when I lived in Turlock, so I don't, I haven't seen this guy, but I asked him about his religion. Like, so what, mm-hmm. what do you guys believe? What's the way that you guys, right. how do you, how do you practice your, uh, your faith? You know, and he goes through some different things and I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. You know, and I start talking about it, but then mm-hmm. he wants to know about mine. Right. Right. And so it's like, it's a conversation. It's not a debate. Mm-hmm. It's not an mm-hmm. argument. And I don't know. Yeah, no. And it's good that you can, can get there. And a lot of people, like I said, are, are afraid of that. Um, and he talks about that in the chapter, you know, another deeper reason is, is, you know, religion and worldviews, you know, we're seeking to answer those fundamental questions of, of life, of death. How did we get here? Where are we going? Um, these real, real deep issues and, and things that we are longing to, to, to understand and find out, but it's, again, can be uncomfortable and uh, vulnerable to, to kind of open up about that and, and really, really discuss those things. And, and people, yeah, really, really take their beliefs and, and worldviews seriously a lot of the times. And, 
And, um, and so it can be difficult to even have those, those conversations, not a debate even. Yeah. Just, just having those conversations, but, but again, getting, getting down to, to the fundamentals of all of these worldviews, it, they're, they're different. They're not all the same just because, you know, we believe, uh, that they are this, the same, you know, like the question, do, do all, do, aren't do they all, religions, all the, the you know, lead to God, you know, even if, yeah, even if we sincerely believe that, that doesn't make it true. And like we're going to talk about, you know, later in some future uh, podcasts, we're going to go in specifics on differences of, of those uh, religions. But another reason, you know, why uh, you need to, to be careful with how your sincerity leads to um, your, you know, your belief in God, uh, our belief in God is very important. I love this uh, quote from uh, Tozer. He said, what comes to our mind when we think about God is the most important thing about us. That's A.W. Tozer. What comes to into our mind when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And why is that? Because, you know, our understanding of God, again, is, is our, our worldview, and our understanding of God leads us to how, what we believe and how we act, how we're going to view the world, how we're going to understand things around us. And so um, if you're if you're believing different things, you know, you're, you're going to come to a different conclusion about God, and we're going to see differences in, in that person of who God is. I think one of the biggest things that comes up with people that maybe either someone who's just started coming to church, someone who um, is kind of on the fence about maybe coming to Christ and, and coming into a relationship with him, would just be, what makes Christianity unique? What is it about Christianity that's unique from these other things? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of them, like the chapter two's um, question that starts with is, aren't all religions much the same? A lot of them are because they right. morally would stand to this, you know, be be a good person. There's a lot of like the action stuff, right? Like be a good right. person. Don't steal. Don't kill someone. Don't have an affair. You know, a lot of the same moral standards mm-hmm. do exist mm-hmm. among mm-hmm. a lot of the same religions. And I think right. one of the ones that to me is, is the scariest, um, as far as like people jumping to is Mormonism because there are a lot of similarities mm-hmm. in the way that they believe things. They do still look at the Bible, but they have other right, texts right. as well that mm-hmm. they look to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's things, I mean, it's obviously it's way different, but like I've had conversations with people who are Mormon who they'd say they're Christians. Right. Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. wait, I, <laughs> How do you what do you, what do you think defines a Christian? So what is it about the Christ, Christian faith that makes it unique from something like Mormonism or even Catholicism, right. um, things that all worship that I mean the same God, but it's not really the same thing at right, all. Right. So what's the uh, yeah what makes Christianity unique? Christianity, uh, we say that, uh, and when you kind of look at the broad view of all all religions, all religions are our steps or, or values or, or beliefs of what men can do for God and, and trying to obtain something, heaven, uh, you know, to please God or, or, or do better or a state of, of being, uh, like in uh, Buddhism or Hinduism, you're, you know, they're trying to achieve a, a status. Uh, but in Christianity, the main difference is God coming to us, coming to his creation. And, and that's uh, in no other worldview or religion is that communicated where God himself comes down and reveals himself to us. And you, when you look at the, you know, 
all of the the worldviews and religions, there's only two religions that have the the view of a relevatory God, like a God that reveals himself to his people. And that's uh, Judaism, uh, which is uh, uh, Christianity has, has, has stemmed from uh, because of, of course, Jesus coming from the Old Testament. Another fascinating topic. Jesus was Jewish. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Wh- where's, where does that come into play as far as yeah. like, well, why aren't we Jewish? Right. 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 So there's, yeah. there's this whole other thing too. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. But, but yeah, I mean, we believe that, you know, God entered into his creation and God is above his creation. Again, the, when we see the, the immense nature of God, when we understand the nature of God and how we can't uh, attain him or, or, or reach him on in and of, and of us ourselves, uh, we need God to do that for us and, and take that step to reveal himself to his creation. And that's what uh, we believe he did um, through, through creation. You know, God cre- uh, reveals himself through creation. Um, through the, his uh, eternal attributes, his divine character, as, as far as how he's created the world, but also through uh, his divine love for us by sending Jesus Christ um, as, a, as a man to enter into his creation. And we, we can be restored, we can be redeemed through God's love, through his, through his sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. And so Christianity is all about God rescuing us all the other religions are about are about people trying to rescue themselves and and seek and seek god on their own that's right. kind of a big there's picture. A, a phrase that i've heard a lot which uh to, an easy way to to think about how to how christianity is unique christianity is not a religion it's a relationship mm-hmm. you have a relationship yeah. with god it's not like you said what we can do for God, right? Like, oh, we're going to do this. And it, we're not the ones with the power. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. the ones. But I think there's obviously a lot of religions that it's far more you-centered right. than God-centered. Yeah. Um, and making Jesus and the gospel the center of it. Uh, this is this is the second chapter here with uh, where it's all religions. Aren't they all much the same? And it talks about, in one of these paragraphs, it just says, yeah, it's a very attractive idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's far too many disagreements. There's been wars caused over religious differences. So let's assume there's one God whom the different religions are all seeking in, partic- in their particular ways. Let the Muslims and the Christians, the Hindus and the Buddhists agree that they're worshiping the same God, albeit in different ways, and leave it at that. After all, that must be the common sense view. And it's also the tolerant view. And tolerance mm-hmm. is a very attractive virtue especially these days. Right. So yeah, the tolerant view, like you, you mentioned this already too, like, oh yeah, I forget how you said it, but basically just like, oh yeah, whatever they believe, that's good with them, mm-hmm, good for you. Mm-hmm. It's just a different thing of being tolerant of it, right? What what else do you see in the second chapter here? I see you have some highlighted stuff. What else do you want to? Yeah, I mean, again, when, when, you, when, you, when you kind of have that worldview, you really don't understand, you don't have the understanding of those individual religions that of how they actually um, live out their religion and their, their practices. So he, he talks about the, the actual wor- worshipers within these different worldviews and how uh, they believe in their specific uh, set of of beliefs and practices. And so it's, it's really insulting to say, you know, like you said, to a Muslim, uh, you know, your, your view is, is just like everyone else's view. Um, that would be, you know, that would be insulting to, to a Muslim. Um, it, it would be insulting to, to someone who's practicing Mormonism to say, oh yeah, you know, your, your religion is all just 
clumped up in, into just one belief, you know, going to the same God when, when they don't believe that themselves. And so people who make that claim are, are, are all on the outside, you know, maybe like these academic people or atheists or, or naturalists who, who say, oh yeah, they're all, all just worshiping the same God, but they're not, you know, really considering the, the true believers of those, those uh, different worldviews that are actually, you know, practicing uh, what they believe. And so, so again, it's, it's, they're not taking, taking that seriously. They're not taking that into account. Uh, he had a, he had a, a quote here. It says, um, it is the academics sitting in their studies who write books saying that all religions are the same. The practitioners on the ground think differently. And so again, that's the idea, idea that, you know, they, they believe there's something different. Um, there's something different about their God, the, the, the God that they're seeking. And so, um, having to take that into consideration. And then again, if you, and then if you go into that consideration of, of how they view God and, and they have these opposing beliefs about God, um, again, the, uh, the divine God, his nature in Hinduism is impersonal. Uh, it's not approachable. Um, and there's, there's these countless deities in, in Hinduism. And then if you talk about, uh, you know, the Muslim uh, and, and Allah, and, and that's a very, uh, it's a personal God, but he doesn't, uh, he doesn't reveal himself. There's a, a prohibition of, of even, you know, making any, um, any, any picture of him or trying to, to represent God and him in any way. And so it's very, very high above and mighty. And, and he doesn't come down to, to, to be with his, you know, people. Uh, Buddhism is, is a religion without God. You know, they don't, they, they function, you know, without even a final existence. And so that's totally different than, you know, then that's not going to lead to the same right. God. If, if they're, they're not even believing in a religion that, that is, leads is to seeking something. a God. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, you know, again, different practices, Buddhism and Hinduism, We're, you know, there's no forgiveness in, 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 in them. There's, there's this karma that they have to play out and there's no supernatural aid. It's all dependent on the person and their works and what they do. Uh, the the word cult comes up a lot, and mm. then there's the word occult, right? Mm. So there's I've heard people say, "Oh, that's a sect," or "It's a cult." Uh-huh. Um, and then there's in this book he says, "Occult religions are about spirits, not about God." Is there what's the difference between occult and cult? <laughs> um, so I was like O C C U L T versus. A C U L T. Right. So a cult, uh, in our uh, understanding, because uh, we're we're Christians, a cult uh, religion would be someone that that claims to be Christian yet uh, yet is teaching heresy that's not true to okay. true biblical uh, Christianity. A cult religion, essentially saying there's another way to God that's not through Jesus, is a, is cult is is cult. Okay. Um. But but they're using Christianity as their kind of cover. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but occult religions, um, this is this is more of kind of a, a spiritual religion. It's just kind of that you know, uh, trying to access supernatural power. You know, kind of the the magic or, or Satan worship can be kind of occult uh, religion. Um, or like the Egyptians when we see back in the, all the gods that they right, have the different yeah. gods they worship. Yeah, seeking out different gods who the control, god of this, the god of that. Right. Right. Yeah. So false gods that kind of con- try to control um, nature, things like that. So that's kind of kind of the difference. Okay, the what's difference there? A- another one that I've heard had people ask a lot is, "What's a pagan?" I could answer it, but it, what if you want to answer? It? 
a pagan um, again in the the Christian definition the 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 pagan would be one who a non Christian right is a non Christian yeah basically it's encompassing uh, far it's not just encompassing someone who's not religious a lot of people are like oh pagans are the non religious people right that's not right. it's anyone who's not a right, right. believer in mm-hmm. Christ in mm-hmm. in God yes um, what would be in your with so you you lead a lot of groups uh, you lead small groups you. A run of a lot of the teams here, you probably come across. I mean, more than me, especially, but more non-believers in the church than most of the people on our staff do. Um, what's the best way to evangelize to someone who is part of a another a false religion or a mm. cult, uh, something like that? What's the best way to evangelize someone who already is set in some other beliefs? Mm, good so let's question. say you're in yeah. a small group yeah. and you're you're doing a study and you've got somebody here that now for the most part someone who's really strong in their beliefs they're right, not going to be right, here they're right. not going to be in a small group yeah. but yeah. if you're if you're I mean there are people that will come in because their kid is involved in something mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. have the beliefs I grew up with with a guy um, who his his family they were Sikh and we became friends at public school and then. I when I switched over to a Christian school a year later he switched over as well mm-hmm. and he ended up becoming a Christian um when he, I think when he was a junior in high school uh and it was one of those things where it was like one I th- I would have to ask him I haven't talked to him in a long time but mm-hmm. one of the things that stood out to him was just the amount of uh of care that everybody had for him I mean he mm-hmm. came he was still wearing his uh his turban when he was at school Christian school a kid wearing a turban on the basketball team at a Christian school wearing a turban he right, definitely right. stands out and he never felt, he never felt like mm, we were, judging, we weren't mean to yeah. him. We didn't pick on him. We just cared about him. Right. And that's right. really, yeah. it was, I mean, for a bunch of kids, that's right, right. rare. When you have a bunch of kids, there's a kid that stands out. Mm-hmm. A lot of times mm-hmm. you're going to be mm-hmm. seeing that kid get picked on. Mm-hmm. So for him, it was simply people loved him and cared about him. Right. Right. And it was like, well, what, how do you? Yeah, we all believed it. We believe different things, and you guys still care about me this much, you know that kind of thing. Right, right. Um, and I again, I'd have to ask him to know more about his testimony. Mm-hmm. What was really the mm-hmm. change? But yeah. Uh, so, what's the best way evangelizing to someone who is is part yeah. of another faith? Because that's different than someone right. who just doesn't have any, you know, right. foundation of religion or belief. Yeah, and again, and I, and I think it can be similar. You, you, what you don't do is try to say. Um, you know, become arrogant and you're wrong. Make your, you're just come out. You're wrong, and I'm better than you. You really need to to, to repent and change and 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 turn. Um, you know, it starts with again. I think you know building that relationship with that person. And I think you know. I think when when talking about different religions, different worldviews, I think worldviews. I think it starts with who who is God. I mean, what is your understanding of God? And how is that different from Christianity and, and, and trying to have a conversation around that? Just just being open and honest about, okay, yeah, how do you view God? And then let me let me give you the picture of what, what Christianity um, portrays God as. And so I think, you know, we really have to start with the, the nature of God. Who who is God? You know, people are people who are who are seeking, they aren't they don't know necessarily that they, they need they need Jesus and um and they don't know, you know, maybe they know kind of on the surface about Jesus and have heard about him, but they're not going to understand Jesus if they don't understand um, just just who is God. I mean, the nature of God and then the purpose of Jesus of of why he came. So I would have, you know, I'd love to 
again, another, the worst thing you, you can do is shut down questions, shut, shut down, um, people and say, you know, you know, I don't just, you just say, Oh, the, the Bible says so. And that's it. You know, that, that's, you know, we're not going to get into that question, you know, raising kids, you know, the worst thing that you can do is, is portray this, uh, again, the self-righteousness that, um, everything's fine on the outside that they, they just have to go through the motions and believe all of this just because it's true. You want to be able to have those conversations, teaching moments, uh, to bring them along, along to, uh, to show them, you know, why this is true and not just tell them that it's true. You right. need to show them and, and experience in that with them, especially your kids as, as you yeah. have kids, I have kids. Um, they're not just. I, I just do gonna... have. I do have a, a little bit of children. <laughs> we have a couple couple sinners running around. I know little sinners. <laughs> so the last paragraph of chapter three talks about the analogy of a mountain and many routes or paths leading up to the top. Uh, it says so. It doesn't matter which route you take; any of them will get you to the top. You, what do you think about this paragraph? Yeah, no. Um, um, I would like to just kind of actually picture. It's not just just one mountain. It's it's really multiple. It, they're different mountains. People. People view it as one mountain, but again, you need the mountain to, of religion. Yeah, you need to to view this as 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 different, even different mountains. You're not even getting to the same place because you're on a on a different mountain. And in the book, he, I mean, he uses the illustration of of a maze as well. And so, yeah, on the mountain, it's kind of deceiving to 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 say, you know, yeah, there's can be multiple paths up this mountain to to lead to the same God. But in reality, it's it's really this this maze which you know has dead ends and, and wrong turns that that people can go on, and there's only one spe- specific path through the maze that will get you to uh, to the other side. And so that's in reality the 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 picture of 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 getting to God, and and that's the importance of Jesus Christ. You know, we again say that God came to us through Jesus Christ. We're not creating this path. We we aren't uh, achieving it on our own. God is is revealing it to us. He's shown us the path uh, to uh, to take. And I and I love the, uh, you know, when when people again, kind of another illustration when. When you know they say they, they they believe in God or we all believe in in this the same God, and kind of put it this way, like you know if you and I say that you know we both love uh, basketball and we love playing basketball. If you're about to say LeBron's better than Jordan, <laughs> we're gonna have a problem. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I say I love basketball and 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 you love basketball, but th- but then I say. Well, I mean, I, I, I love basketball, but but let's uh, let's let's move the the, the court uh, from being inside, and we're gonna go play on a field. And instead of in a field. and instead of a shooting a basketball, we're gonna be kicking a ball, and we're gonna have goals kicking kicking through the goalposts, and and that's gonna be be basketball. our game <laughs> game of basketball. It's like you don't really long for that thing or or, or like the the game of basketball if you want to change it so right. much. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, people, people long for God, but they don't want the true, the true God that they want a God in their own understanding. A build a bear kind of thing. Build a bear. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, uh, that's uh, again, a lot of what these religions are doing They're they're building a, a, a God that is based on what they want, what they like, what they're wanting to, to see rather than the actual thing that, that he is and, and being drawn to that. Similar to somebody saying, 
that something is their truth, my truth. That's right, my right. truth. Well, there is no your truth, my truth. There's just the truth. Right. So it's not, you said two plus two equals five earlier, that analogy, right? Well, that could be somebody could just be like, I've decided that if you put two plus two together, like if you roll two dice and you've got a two and a two, well, one of those should count as an extra one. Right. So that's five. Two right. plus two is five. But mm-hmm. two plus three is also five. Right. That's my truth. You know, like it's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. And another another analogy is is like you, you, trying to get to someone's home. You know, you have this address and you're trying to get there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's different maybe uh, pathways to get there. But if you're if you change anything about the address, you know, if you change the numbers, if you change the street, change the street name, if you change the city, you're not going to get to the same place. And so people are actually, they're changing the address, they're changing God, and they're never going to get to the right God if they change change the address, change the thing. That I like seeking. those analogies. The basketball one I love. That's a good, <laughs> it's an easy one to understand. I mean, you can yeah. say it about any sport or any activity, I guess. Right, like I love right. the game of Monopoly, but instead of playing it on a board, why don't we go outside and instead of using money, yeah, we'll just, it ceases to become yeah, the thing that not, you, you don't like that <laughs> game. That you like. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Um, I, I wanted to recommend this. I've recommended this to you before. I think you guys have even seen it. We, um, my family found the, the books, the little Pilgrim's Progress. And if you've never know, if you've never heard of what Pilgrim's Progress is, this is a, a book written a long time ago. Um, I think it's, I think it's the second most, uh, book with the second most copies sold other than the Bible. Um, mm. if I remember right, is that's it? Yeah, the, something like that. I mean, John it's called, Bunyan's so Pilgrim. John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. Mm-hmm. And I believe, uh, I could be wrong about this, but the reason the story does not say God, it says the right. king and it was a, it's an, it's a, the whole thing is Allegory. an analogy yeah, kind of, a, of like how, uh, of what the gospel is. Right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now, if you've got kids, I recommend, I can't recommend enough these books, the little pilgrim's progress. And there's two now. So they, mm. cause Christiana is, uh, the second one. Oh, really? And in the pilgrim's progress, the second one is about his wife. Christian is the main character in pilgrim's progress, his wife, Christiana in the little pilgrim's progress. It's his sister. Um, cause it's kids instead of, of adults, but I can't recommend these enough because, um, it talks a lot about, we're talking about the path and the, and the, uh, the roadway and stuff. This, the book goes on and on about the path that the King has us on the King's path mm. to the celestial city is what it talks about. Right. And it might not look great. It might not be the one that looks the most comfortable, the best paved. And along the way, you're going to see all these different kinds of people and all the names of the characters are like flattery, mm-hmm. patience, kindness, right. uh, deceit, you know, like the different things like that. So yeah. it's really, really, first of all, incredibly clever, the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've never Amazing. read The Pilgrim's Progress, if you're an adult, I would recommend that. Um, if you've read it and you like the story, a great way for your kids, and my kids are four and six, they love those books. Um, and then there's a really good animated movie that was made a few years back and it's just called Pilgrim's Progress. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very well done, especially for what I think their budget was pretty low. So, um, but they did a great job with it. And uh, so that'd be, that's another, that's just a recommendation for me. Now this book uh, again, it's called, but don't all religions lead to God by Michael Green. Um, We're going to do a part two because we only went through about three of the chapters, I think. Right. Yeah. So now before I let you go, Garrett, we're going to talk about something that's happening tomorrow night. Or uh, I should say tonight, because this is going to post Friday morning. We're doing this on Thursday afternoon. Party. We've got a team party. Now, the team team party party. is for the people that are serving on a team here. 
Um, so the people that are you know serving the coffee kiosk, uh, small group leaders, uh, the welcome, the greeting mm-hmm. team, the band, yeah. different people Care that serve here. So we've yeah. got, I think we got like 250 people coming tomorrow mm-hmm. or tonight. I yeah. Well, you guys understand. Those team of you members. that listen to a podcast, you know I'm not, dude, this coming isn't Friday live. Friday night. Coming Friday night, t- tonight, whatever. Uh, now, I wanted to do this because if you don't serve on a team, this is one of the funnest events that we do all year. Um, it's it's our way of saying thank you. And mm-hmm. we... <laughs> The staff, yeah, the staff's way. The staff's way of Mm -hmm. saying thank you. And Garrett and I, we end up making fools of ourselves in many (laughs) different ways throughout the entire event. Um, This year, You'd laugh if you saw it. You just laugh and laugh and (laughs) laugh. This whole thing, it's going to be so fun. Um, So, yeah, what's your favorite thing about Team Party, Garrett? Team Party, uh, just the the fun that we have together. our team loves to to make uh, our, 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 our volunteers laugh when they come. And it's just a great uh, celebration. We want to say uh, a thank you, appreciation to um, all of the 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 things that all of our, our volunteers do, and and the people who uh, make make the church go. Without without them, you know, we would we wouldn't do we would be nothing basically. So, uh, I mean, the best part of it is just just the the laughs that we get to have together. Um, and you know, just just to celebrate what God is doing uh, in and through our our whole church team, right? So. Yeah. So what we do is uh, we typically will they've since I've been around they've had me write parodies. Um, so we'll take some kind of well known song and I'll rewrite the lyrics to it, and we'll usually do some kind of dance to it or whatever. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll sing that song. So we've done like a Bruno Mars song, we've done Taylor Swift songs, and um, oh geez, I can't even think of what else. What else, what other kind of songs we've done? But uh, oh, Josh Groban one, we've done a bunch of different ones. But uh, it's so much fun. And if uh, if you're not on a team yet, get on a team because then next year you can be a part of this. And it is mm-hmm. it's 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 one of the funnest nights of the year. So yeah, um, if you are on the team and for some reason you haven't gotten an invitation, uh, be, be sure to reach out to your team leader and find out where uh, your invitation is we yeah. should have gotten them all out i think we got them all out. yeah no uh, we should have gotten them all out and uh, yeah if uh, you're not on the team you want to serve we want you to go to growth track which is saturday uh, yes yeah, tomorrow so the, the when next, you're hearing this yeah the next day saturday <laughs> which growth is the track uh, is the way to get to yeah get March involved 12th. and uh learn about the ministries of the church and and start serving so yeah and yeah, yeah growth track you can sign that. up on the app you can uh, or online um so download the spring hills app or online or can they sign up by texting the number yeah so 707-505-9070 get it right yeah yeah okay so you can text that number uh let us know if you want to sign up for growth track it's happening this saturday march 12th uh what time 9.30 to 12.30, we go through all four steps. And lunch. So lunch is provided. Lunch is provided. So yep. don't miss Growth Track. If you uh, if you have any questions about the podcast, email podcast at springhills.org. Um, if you have any ideas for the podcast, or if you are someone who would like to possibly be on the podcast, again, email that email address. Let me know uh, if you have any questions. Or even if you just have any comments about this stuff. I love to know who listens. So you can uh, send me an Give email. Let me know who's, yeah. who's listening. Uh, I have a, a, quite a few people come up to me. At, uh, at church and stuff and say they like the podcast. But um, there's I think we get about 200 listens per episode. So uh, I don't know who the 200 people are. So if you want to come tell me hi and tell me that you're one of the ones, great. All right, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Uh, for those of you on the Spring Hills team, we'll see you tonight at the party. Uh, we'll see a growth track tomorrow for, uh, for those that want to get on the team. And then also this weekend, church, normal times. We'll see you there.